Hi there, this is Fiona from IELTS Exam Training Courses and New Members Academy. Sorry for the delay on the podcast, but it's been one of those weeks and finishing with Prince Harry getting married, which I promised I wouldn't watch, but as soon as you start watching it, you can't stop. So I'm afraid I'm a little bit behind. Today, however, I've been marking a few essays, general task one that my students have sent me. And I thought this was quite a useful one that um, somebody sent me this question. And I thought, wow, that's quite a tricky one to get the tone right. It's general training task one. And I always tell you how important it is to get the tone right, the appropriate tone and depending on, of course, who you are writing to. Now, this is a particularly tricky one because in this one, you're writing to your neighbour to complain about a problem. Um, You have to say what the situation in your letter, complain about the problem, describe exactly why it's um, causing you problems, and then say what you will do if the problems continue. Now, the danger with this kind of letter is that you, well, a lot of people just start threatening and saying, if you don't do this, I will go to the police. And it gets quite strong. And given that it's your first letter and maybe your neighbour has no idea that it's a problem, um, then you have to tread very carefully. You have to remain extremely polite Try to find a a solution, some kind of um, compromise, if possible, some kind of negotiating, making suggestions about what could be done. And, And then this question does actually say, say what you will do if the problems continue. So you do have to say that you will take further action. But again, you cannot be too strong. Otherwise, it'll have a a negative effect on the reader, um, which you don't want. So um, I've chosen to talk about... um, Well, you know, I always tell you that you should always think of the real person. Well, I've done that. So I've chosen, I get lots of problems with my neighbour, starting with what started with a ping pong table, which you know you're trying to sit out and do some work and you, all you can hear is a ping pong ping, you know tick you know of a t- ping pong table uh, followed by uh what was it next oh then it was uh, a trampoline so two children bouncing up on trim on a trampoline day and night and then finally it was um a <laughs> basketball hoop so day and night just the ball going through the hoop banging on the floor yep and the latest one is a dog which barks all the time. So I decided to write about the dog. And here goes. Dear Kirsty, I hope everything is going well for you and the boys. It's lovely to see them having fun with the new puppy. But unfortunately, the noise is starting to have quite an impact on my daily life. And I was wondering if there was anything we could do together to resolve the situation. As you know, I work from home most of the time and the constant barking is very distracting, especially when I am trying to make audio and video recordings, which are an essential element of my job. On several occasions now, I have had to stop the recording and start again 
because the barking was so noisy that I couldn't concentrate on what I was doing. And no one wants to listen to a tutorial video with a dog yapping all the way through it. This has cost me a lot of valuable time. On top of that, it has become impossible to sit out in the garden on a sunny day. As the slightest noise triggers a reaction from your dog, and this is worsened by the constant shouting of your boys as they play with him. I hope that we can come to some kind of agreement about when your dog is allowed outdoors. If not, I'm afraid I will have to contact the council, as the noise is becoming a nuisance to myself and to the other neighbours. I look forward to hearing your views on this. Best wishes, Fiona. So I had to make a decision there on what I was going to call my neighbour. So again, because I tried to imagine a real situation, I've known my neighbour for 10 years, so I used the first name. But of course, it would be okay to say, dear Mr Jones, if you don't know your neighbour that well. Um, I've started with uh, something positive. Always try to start relating the letter to the person. Say something about, you know, thanks for writing or it was good to see you the other day. Something like that. Something so you have something in common. Um, You're trying to be positive, of course, but then remaining totally polite and trying to remain objective and just give the facts um, without being too strong I guess I've said the barking is distracting um, and I can't concentrate and it's my work so it's important to me um, and it's costing me time and money I guess you could say that Um, yeah so I've, I've I have tried to negotiate though I've said I hope we can come to some kind of agreement Um, I'm not sure that is a solution, really. So I've had to say I'm afraid. So I've apologised. I'm afraid I'll have to contact the council. Um, And to finish, I've said, okay, I look forward to hearing your views on this. Um, That remains quite neutral, um, but with a friendly best wishes at the end. I might also want to say many thanks in advance for your understanding or for your cooperation although I don't know if she is going to be cooperative so it's difficult to say that so to conclude remain polite um, remain formal um, but remain friendly and try not to use strong threatening language Try to find some kind of agreement if possible. That's what I would advise. What about you? Would you do it any differently? Please feel free to post an example in the Facebook. I'll have a look at it. We're just looking at tone, really, how formal, how friendly you should be. Um, And if you're not sure about that, then please post it in the Facebook group and we can have a look. Thanks again for listening. Sorry to moan. (laughs) Bye for now. Bye.